In today's episode, we will be discussing the societal views on body modification. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Who Said You Have To, where we discuss how society dictates to us who we must be and how we must live our lives. In this podcast, we will also help you find ways to choose the life you want to live with no fear or judgment. My name is Tina Mason, and I am an emotional trauma intuitive and an expert in human communication, as well as how the human mind creates disease in the body. I am also co-owner and co-founder of Free Will Healing, where we strive to create a space for every human to heal emotionally, spiritually, and physically with no fear and no judgment. My name is Laura Schmidt, and I have been a nurse for 17 years. I am also a registered yoga teacher with 500 hours of training. My focus is teaching gentle yoga movements to help those who deal with chronic pain. My true passion, though, is aligning the chakras to create balance and harmony within. I am also co-owner and co-founder of Free Will Healing. So, Laura, what are we going to discuss today? Today, we're going to talk about body modifications, tattoos, piercings, colored hair, and what society thinks and judges I'm going to say us because I got it all. Where Do you have any piercings? couple. Where? They're all visible. Ah, man. <laughs> Mine are visible. I have tattoos, a few. Today we are absolutely blessed to have two of the most beautiful women. That the hottest sit- women in St. George. Uh, hello. Well, yeah, yeah. besides me, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, besides us. Okay. Let's, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're a very close second, though, I'm going to say it. So I would like to have them introduce themselves. Miss Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. And Amy, what do you do? I'm a dental hygienist, so I'm in scrubs every day. Ooh, I used oh, to be. Yeah. I was a nurse. Many years. And the beautiful Miss Beverly. Oh, you're not going to introduce me for me? I am a Beverly Whipple, your tattooed realtor. There you go. <laughs> and absolutely, both of these women are just absolutely beautiful inside and out. I think as most people know, I'm a little choosy about who I spend my spare time with and my extra time with. And these are two absolute beautiful souls that I would have over to my house for a barbecue. Yes. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> cashing in on that very soon. <laughs> So, Laura, you were telling us uh, that you had found something that <laughs> that you wanted to share with us. Uh, will you share with us what you read about yeah. body modification? Well, first I typed in, is body modification a sin? <laughs> I <laughs> <And> hope so. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor M. Hicks states that it is sinful, number one. So, did God, wait, wait, wait. Did God tell him that or does, he, does yeah. he quote it? Or? I, it doesn't say. But the other interesting one I found was when anytime I worked certain places as a nurse, I had to cover my tattoos mm-hmm. because they would be offensive. Patients might get scared that I was part of a gang or something. <laughs> yeah, I've well, been going to cut him. I've been in that situation. So, and cover my nose ring and, and that type of things, which I, would I think, never understood. I would think covering it would be more and obvious. I was like, I'm bringing more attention to it by putting a big old Band-Aid. Anywho, so I <laughs> typed in, why are body modifications unprofessional or considered that? So it says, it can also be downright impossible to conform if a person's tattoos and piercings are not easily covered. Perfect. Body body modifications are most traditionally associated with motorcycle gangs and sailors, and they have signals. Is this from the 50s and 60s? Yeah, they have signals. I'm hearing his boys. 
group affinity and a rebellious break from the accepted cultural norms. And then there's a picture of my face there. I'm like, the non-conformity, yes. perfect. Non-cultural norms. I love it. Let's yeah. continue talking about that. I think that. I've told you before, Tina, like when I had my shoulder, shoulder surgery and I was going to therapy and of course my shoulders are exposed and I have all my tattoos and strangers would come up to me and tell me that it was a sin. One little lady told me I wasn't going to heaven. Hmm. Oh. Now, I'm not going to tell you my responses. <laughs> Come on, this is a perfect was space there, for it. All I want to know is where the police called for, <laughs> were any charges pressed. Domestic no, violence. But I was, on, I was strapped into a shoulder machine, so I that's couldn't why. really move. Okay. Yeah, that's but, why. But my mouth was not strapped. <laughs> it was so, not closed. But it, it, it just, I was so it shocked that people would actually, actually, strangers walked up to me and tell me how unhappy they were. And how I was going to suffer. May I ask, how long ago was that? Just last year. Really? Because yes. I feel like we live in a, a, a crazy time. We'll preface with that. But a time where tattoos and piercings are more acceptable. Um, and, and for me, like, I brand myself as your tattoo realtor. I know. I see you around town oh, with, good. Your, with your car. I like to yeah, say just I get FYI, around. I, for the first time, read the back of her car today. <laughs> yes, watch out. And it said, better realtor than driver. Yep. <laughs> You got to be careful for me. Loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Loved Thank it. Thank you. But I want to just dispel this whole religion slash uh, God's not going to love you if you have a tattoo or whatever, because I'm just going to say got it straight from God himself. I had some issues because I had that societal thinking of this is who I must be. I was very entrenched in, you know, traditional religion and, and you know, God says, and I am embarrassed to say I never asked God. Up until that point, I just believed what a man told me. And so I kept saying to God, like, why me? Mm. I have tattoos. Uh, I cuss like a sailor. Why me? No wonder we're best friends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and he said to me, he said, read Revelations nineteen sixteen, And I said, well, what does it say? And he said, read it. <laughs> and so I read it. And it's talking about the second coming of Christ. And it, the the verse itself says, talking about Christ, it says, Upon his vestal, so his robe, and his thigh, they're talking about Christ, he had a mark that read, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And I said, a mark? And he said, it wasn't Sharpie. <laughs> and I said, wait, 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 Christ had a tattoo? And he said, and it was in front of your face your entire life. But you never once asked me. You just believed the judgment of man. <laughs> the authority to judge my child does not reside on the earth. <laughs> But you believed the judgment of man. I gave you that body. I gave you that gift. I don't care how you decorate it. How boring for you to just leave it plain. I want you to live. I want you to experience life. And I said, wait, wait, wait. I know I am no scholar, but there is something somewhere in there about not cutting or marking or something. And he said, my child, read it again. Hmm. I said, do not get cuttings or markings in the skin in remembrance of the dead, because my children do not die. Energy can be created, it cannot be destroyed. Their bodies may be in the shop right now, but I promise you they'll be out. I, I'm, I'm popping in, so you can't you shut me up. Um, so if you've never seen me, I've got a couple tattoos and some of them are, uh, well, two of them are for my grandparents who passed away. And when people ask me about that, um, so one of them is very prominent on my, my shin uh, and it's my grandmother's portrait. And they say, well, well who's that? I said, well, that was my grandmother when she was 18. And I want to remember how beautiful she is. It's not because she's dead, she's gone. 
she's just beautiful. You're celebrating her life. Absolutely. You're and, celebrating and, her yep, life. Absolutely. Let's get back to society, Beverly. Tell me oh, here, we're living in a... St. George is a little... I, I haven't lived here long enough to know their mentality, how they react to body modifications and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you are out there. You are a realtor. And uh, you see people daily. And mm-hmm. I imagine influx of people coming from out of town. What, what kind of reactions do you get? So for me, you know, I started this brand, uh, gosh, five years ago. And, you know, I was, a, I was a, well, about seven years ago. I was a brand new bouncing baby agent. And I'm <laughs> on the phone making cold calls. And I, I'm, and I was on floor time, which means you're just sitting in the office waiting for a phone call to come in. And so on floor time, I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but whatever. So I get this phone call and I could tell it was a very obviously older gentleman. And he wants me to come look at his house to, to sell it. I'm like, oh, gosh, okay, here we I'm go. I'm so you excited. Know, I'm excited. And so I hang up the phone. I'm like, oh, shit. He's old. He's going <laughs> to look me up and down. And at this point, I had I don't I didn't have as many as I have now, but I still had a couple. And I'm like, he's going to judge me. He's not going to want me to list his house, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I, he, that little imposter syndrome. I had that. Do I cover up? Do I wear cl- more clothing, long sleeves and pants? Or do I just go as I am? Well, I elected to cover up. And I wore long sleeves, I wore pants, and when I got there, wouldn't you know it, he was an old veteran who had had tattoos up and down his arm. And I was like, damn it, Beverly, never again will I cover up. And that was the day my brand was born. So I brand very specifically because I want you to know, I want the people of St. George, Utah to know, and Washington County, (laughs) and all of Utah, um, (laughs) that I am tattooed. And guess what? You're going to get the tattooed realtor. It doesn't mean anything about about my the customer experience that I provide. It just says, hey, guess what? Don't be surprised when I show up on your door and I'm wearing this is who I am. Yeah, I'm wearing a pencil skirt. You can see my legs and there's tattoos and, and there's pantyhose oh, and there's no smoking legs. Either. Smoking <laughs> legs. Just well, saying thank you, thank you. if I was into yeah, chicks, I would be into Beverly. All so right. Have you had anybody criticize or feel judged from anybody? You know, I get I get I feel judgment, but it's kind of it's an it's a really fun way because again society tells us naughty bad no and again in this very conservative area so typically it's it's funny because I'll go into a, another a, an older person's home a, a senior's home and nine times out of ten they will say. I love your tattoos. My daughter, my son owns a shop. They've got wow. all these tattoos. They do this, this, this. And I'm like, oh, cool. Your grandkids sound really cool. You're really cool. Let's get this thing sold. But it is, it's always a shock because they all see me. And I, 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 there's one woman in particular. I can, I always see her face in my mind. She, stu- she opened the door, went to say hello, stopped herself dead in her tracks and looked me up and down twice. And I was like, hi, I'm here to sell your house. And and she is just sweet as can be. Well, she, maybe she was into you. She might have been. You know, she looked like she might have needed a little let's, excitement in her life. Yeah, let's and not, be, am, let's so. not be judgmental, Beverly. Maybe she just found you attractive. And who's to say I didn't find her attractive? <laughs> Call me. <laughs> I'll still sell your house. No, but um, yeah, so for me, it's, it's, it's not only who I am. I can't hide these. I don't want to hide them. They are a part of me. And I want everybody to know I love them and I'm no longer afraid of them. And I'm no longer afraid of myself. And good for you. Here's who we are. You've stepped into, you know, I uh, truly believe 100% that our job on this earth is for us to speak our truth with no fear of judgment, to Mm -hmm. be uh, whoever we are. And 
as an energy healer in a conservative area. Mm-hmm. I 100% understand. And, you know, Laura and I both have tattoos. I have a nose ring. She has a nose ring. My fear when I very first moved here was that judgment, mm-hmm. that that fear of not just how I looked on the outside, but mm-hmm. what I did for a living, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and how that would be seen. And because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the moment that Laura and I both just said, you know what? Well, just do the work. Mm-hmm. Just do the work. Just, just go do, yep. do the work. Help the people. If they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. And they will because you're so genuine about it. Exactly. And that's, and that's and what that's, changes everything. And that's absolutely why I love my brand is because guess what? I have tattoos has nothing to do with, again, the customer experience that you're going to get from me. Service if, providing. If you're going to, if you can get it's past actually my better tattoos, it absolutely Because is. you have all this beautiful art mm-hmm. and I mean, you're gorgeous. Well, absolutely thank you. gorgeous. And you know, for me, you know, people like, oh, you're not supposed to, your body's a temple. And I'm like, guess what? I'm, I am not religious. I'm very spiritual but the last I the last I've heard there are beautiful artworks inside of temples and I always say to people when I die when you die what are you taking with you not a damn worldly thing not a materialistic item on this earth I'm taking my tattoos with me. Well, they and here's are the thing. Burned right along with my so, soul. <laughs> just, just a quick question for you guys. If again, you know, I keep going back to the religious mm-hmm. um, aspect of it because that's where the judgment comes from. Oh, yeah. Is the God doesn't want you to do that? But here's the thing, because I had a I had a religious leader tell me one time, you know, what are you gonna do when you die? Mm-hmm. And you are standing before God, and you have this tattoo. And I looked at him and I was like, so you're telling me that if I'm standing next to a man who has no legs, God can give him back his legs, but he can't remove ink from my skin? Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, you're not, you're not, uh, you you obviously don't know the dude I know because he can do both. Yep. It's a two-sided coin. And so for me, again, I'm not religious. So when you said, when you're standing in front of God, my first thought was, who's God? Yeah, Who's God? exactly. Exactly. For me, I'm spiritual. Is it, is it God? Is it universe? Is it you're just, Mother you're Earth? Higher is power it in general? Exactly. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that it's all exactly the same thing. Yep. We just call it by different names. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I'm here to live this life now. When I mentioned during <laughs> nursing that I had to cover tattoos, I saw you over there. Yeah. Like, shaking your head is that something you've had to do as well well okay so i don't have i have one tattoo Mm -hmm. it's a gold tooth and i saw it i got it when i was 40 i didn't get it when i was 20 i didn't get it when i was 34 my first tattoo thirty-four. because i grew up pretty conservative where my family would say oh you get tattoos you look trashy it puts you in a different category people will judge you Mm -hmm. da 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 i always thought they were beautiful i never once did the tramp stamp or anything like that in the 90s. <laughs> I have one. I've got one. I have a Let's go compare, it was I did do the, the belly button piercing and things like that in high school. Um, Lucky. My, bel- my belly was too fat like yeah, because society said it was too And that was, that, was, that was shamed upon, you know. Oh, my goodness. But it, I thought, I, I used to tell my family, well, at least you can take it out. It's not permanent. And now you got that. And so growing up, all my friends had tattoos. Most of my girlfriends have tattoos. Pretty much every person I know has tattoos now. And did you think they were going to hell because of it? No, no. And so when I got my first tattoo, it was at a party. It was a drunken mess. Um, (laughs) I love it. 
I wasn't in the right state of mind. And so I wanted something that represented me and what I do. And also, I love the Beastie Boys. So she got a gold tooth. You know, she's hot. Yes. I love Um, the Beastie Boys. And I'm a dental hygienist. But I put it on my ankle because I didn't want it exposed. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people at work in the in dentistry or in healthcare to see this. You, you wanted to be able I to hide it. I didn't want to be judged. Yeah. You, yeah. you wanted to be able to hide it. And I, I hid think, it. I and think, I didn't tell anybody. I think that we should all go together and get Amy a new tattoo. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to get the Who Said You Have To logo. <laughs> and we'll get it in a prominent Our place. Forehead. Yeah. So, well, Aggressive face My face tattoo. is way too pretty to put anything else yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, then whenever anybody gets judgy, we can just, just flash it. Flash it. Yeah. Who said you have to? There so I go. feel that like maybe in the last five to ten years working in healthcare, it's become more acceptable. I don't see it. And it could mm-hmm. be because I was in San Diego and everybody in San Diego has tattoos. I mean, even women in their, my old little lady patients that were 80 would come in with tattoos. Somewhere People with it, tattoos in San Diego is like the least of your worries. Yeah. There. <laughs> so it changed. I don't know what made it changed. I don't know where. Do you feel that same way here in St. George, Utah? Do you still feel like it's not a big deal here? I, I, I feel like it's changed kind of everywhere. Yeah. 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 Because I'm, I'm actually, as it should. I, I, I was shocked, actually, when I moved here to see how many people had tattoos. I, I, I was think really, it's the influx of people that have moved here. That could be, Because I still yeah. have uh, some clients that I have, and uh, when they first meet me, I'll, not, I'll notice their eyes, like, drifting to mm-hmm. different tattoos. It could be a, think, a generational I don't, I don't thing. Do you care. think they're just trying to... F- see what they are, figure out what they are, because again, uh, I mean, mine are pretty the obvious. The energy I but, feel okay. is judgmental. Oh, man, why'd yeah. you get that? Uh, yeah. yeah. I've gotten some and old I've people. And I've had people say, another one? You're like, damn straight. What do you... <laughs> no. Do you think it could be just a generational thing, too? Like 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 baby boomers yep. and older? Well, I think it, it is a combination of mm. the... Gener- because, you know, Baby boomers, if you got it, you... Unless you were a sailor. Or you know, mentor. that's what I was going to yeah. say. You know, like, um, back in baby boomer times, the only time you got a tattoo is prison. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were a sailor or if you, you know, like any kind of military or if you were in a bike gang or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that. You know, yeah, tattoos were started. seen as it was you telling the world, you know, watch out for me because mm-hmm. I'm not a good person you know what I mean it was almost like a branding if you will like the scarlet letter Mm -hmm. A you know nowadays there's so much beautiful beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful art out there my husband has a piece that he's been having it worked on for years now of angel wings that literally like encase his whole right side and I think now to my family and I when I say family I'm talking more about my mother you know and always having to try harder and do my best and so see. i'm just gonna stop you right there you don't have to you don't have to who, you said, cho- you have to? You who said you have to yeah society said, said that you have to but yeah. you actually get to choose right to be you because maybe you are the one that can help teach her how to not have so much judgment by right being and she you. and what i was gonna say she's actually opened up to it, she'll see beautiful tattoos now and go, oh my gosh, that artwork mm. is so amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're and done. so Lele's Lele, uh, her mom come is, to the is point... Argentinian, so oh. she <laughs> she has a few She's views. come to the point where she, I think if if I decided to get more, she's like, well, it's your body. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. So what yeah. about, we've talked a lot about tattoos. 
when uh, what about when we see these people that have like done the surgical body modifications back in the day I used to think they're trying to hide themselves they want the people to see the outside and not the inside are we, they're distracting are we talking about like boobs fake no 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 lips, no, 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 no like, like the piercings, <laughs> the horns, piercings that are surgical split tongues. Split mm-hmm. those um well I definitely have to say that having your tongue pierced and being a dental hygienist is not don't go there. The people. smartest thing yeah. to do. Well, you get you chip your teeth because you chip right. your teeth, you lose more bone, you lose, you get gum recession, <laughs> you can get infections. Like I said, used to when I would see uh, people that are have these massive modifications, I always thought, what are they hiding? Hmm. What, what is? What do you think about that? Is it just they're trying to represent who they are, or they're hiding something? Beverly. Um, my personal thought is they're trying to I'm, I'm kind of in the middle I don't I don't know if I feel like they're hiding something but I think they they're Agreed. trying to come out they want to be out they don't they, know how yeah, they want to be, be different they, they want yeah they want the attention but in a different way we've all seen tattoos we've all seen piercings what's next or are they just trying to fit in because all their friends are doing it and society's yeah, we, I mean, doing it we went it. through the fit in yeah. on our yeah. last yeah I think I, but I think that what Laura's talking about mm-hmm. is the extreme tattooing of like the whole, whole body face. tattooing mm-hmm. or or the Those you know having plants that yeah. they do the do horns, the horns and, or yeah. the I've even seen uh, pictures of people with like the teeth mm. that they've done the bangs, sharp bangs, the bangs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. just altering the body itself yeah maybe yeah. they like the pain <laughs> i <laughs> think some people enjoy yeah there's yes. a there's an element like to the that, tattoo absolutely. pain is sort of like an addicting pain i'm like oh for me yeah, I'm not, yeah, not for, for me at all. Yeah. I I uh, I sit there and go. <laughs> yeah. So because I was that a... getting a tattoo. Or... <laughs> well, because I have well, I have this thing about needles. Mm. So from my childhood. So, but I have a tattoo of a unicorn that goes from pretty much from my groin to my knee on my right thigh, and throughout the tattoo it says, "Society screams, you cannot weather the storm." I smile and reply, "I am the storm," mm-hmm. and. When I very first got it, the whole purpose of the tattoo was me breaking out of that societal religion um, and going into the spiritual of, I think this is, I love unicorns and I think this is beautiful and I'm going to make it as big and beautiful as I want. Because let me tell you, uh, when I got it, I was in Texas, you wear shorts year round. Mm -hmm. So I had no intention of ever covering it, Mm -hmm. you know, of course. It's a little colder here. I think it was wet thirty this morning. Oh, yeah. So I am wearing. So I am wearing jeans. Yes. But so I'm gonna. But I'm gonna go to the societal, uh, or the emotional part of what you're talking about. Those implants mm-hmm. and everything. And there is when we when we're talking about the human mind, the way that the human mind works. So there's a couple of different variations. Number one, it can be like for meet myself for Beverly as well and for you and I'm just getting to know Amy I think that gold tooth was her stand-up moment but Mm -hmm. we come to a space in life where we have this crossroad of accepting who we are Mm. and what we see as beauty or not it is the moment that we overcome the fear of judgment Oh, that is powerful. Keep going. Mm-hmm. It is. It chime is. in when you're done. No, you're good. <laughs> it is when we overcome. And, and I say overcome. It, it is a lifelong, lifelong lesson. Mm-hmm. But it is when we have that very first moment of 
I don't care what people in my church are going to say. I don't care what people at my work are going to say. I don't care what anybody's going to say. I think this makes me feel beautiful or this makes me feel good or this represents who I am. Mm-hmm. And you step past that. And once you step past that, and I'm telling, like, I'm going to go back to tattoos because I am, that's what I know. I don't have any other, other than a nose piercing, I don't have any other modifications. But once you have done that and you feel that that feeling of just I'm exactly who I choose to be it is so empowering Mm -hmm. you can't stop Mm but you know you want to continue that pattern of adding more tattoos or piercings or whatever Mm -hmm. you know and so Beverly what were you gonna say well you struck a chord in me because not many people know this and it wasn't on purpose (laughs) When I got my first tattoo, I was 16. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for signing off on that. (laughs) We love you, parents. Um, But what people don't know, uh, I used to be fat. And fat is a descriptive word. You're tall, you're short, you're thin, you're skinny, you're fat. I'm not offended by the word fat. And I was 300 pounds. You would not know that looking at me now. Um, So all through my, I mean, from the youngest age I can remember, I was just the fat girl. And so I got this tattoo, like... I want people, and, and I think subconsciously, I want people to not talk about my fat. Let's not talk about it was me a being fat. Yeah, guess what? I'm fat. Great. Let's talk about her tattoo. Let's talk about the fact you got a tattoo at Let's 16. Talk- so uh, that 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 struck that chord was, and, and and going back to what uh, Laura was saying was, why do we get them? And so for me, I started at young age, and I just wanted a tattoo. I wanted to be different. I wanted to not be talked about because I was the fat kid in class, you know. And so, and then it just evolved and exploded into this beautiful thing that you well, got I think today. that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. So I want to just chime in here. Um, there's also this like pressure that I've felt from friends that are really well-known tattoo artists that have tattoos that that's the thing to do. <laughs> and they would always say, well, Amy, get it. Let's let's get you a sleeve. Let's get you a sleeve. Let's let's pierce your nose and come on, you know, you've got so-and-so right in front of you that can do amazing work. <laughs> and for me, I've kind of felt that pressure. Hmm. And so it's I've kind of gone the opposite pressure way. Pressure to like fit in. To, to not the, do it, it because yeah. I yeah. feel like, well, everybody's got a sleeve nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I don't want one. Maybe I want to be. You're going to be the freak. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be the freak because I don't have my arms or my legs That's tattooed. Good. Yeah. That's so there's I've heard people say that. They're like, everybody has them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think the other psychological, so so we have that moment of, of you know, being able to step outside of judgment mm-hmm. and, you know, like Beverly had a, an amazing, that's another reason of trying to draw attention away from something mm-hmm. else. And that is exactly where my next point was going to go. A lot of times people do extreme things to their body to draw away from mm-hmm. other things that are going on in their life. What mm-hmm. yeah. uh, goes along with that uh, as well, which is um, it's the same thing, just the polar opposite. I know that sounds weird, but it is in the same classification. It is also when people Uh, someone who's been called a freak their whole life or has been called whatever and they're like oh you want to see freak I'll show you freak Mm -hmm. you know and so they'll do it just to for the shock value Mm -hmm. for the you know and let's not forget money yeah people do modifications like that for money of you know I'm the only person in the world that has all of this going on or attention or you know but most of the time I feel like 
It doesn't matter because it's their body. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. their choice. And nobody has a right to tell another human what they can do with their body. How arrogant of you to think you can walk another person's path. Yeah, I would say, like, somebody, you're actually losing sleep over my tattoo. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) I pity you. My body is going to offend you so much. You had to say something? Then look away. So I want to ask you, ladies, Amy here, um, (laughs) I don't have children. um, So let's say your daughter or your son came home with a a girl or a boy or whatever, and that person was covered in tattoos, face, head, ears, <laughs> toes, everything, what would you say? I would want to know what the psychological reason behind it is mm-hmm. so that if my daughter is, because I have all girls, so if my daughter's in love with this person and that's what I do for a living, let's 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 work on that so that, you know, you can be a healthy mate for my child. Mm. That, but yeah. that's me because of what I, if I didn't do yeah. that for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I see people that are covered like that, I was like, it's not a cheap thing to do. I was going to say, where are you getting the do. money from? So I, I always wonder, like, I have to wait a few years in between, <laughs> in between one tattoo and the other. Yeah. So that would be... But would sort you of be a concern, like, are your priorities uh, just body modifications mm-hmm. or, like Tina said, are you going to be stable mm-hmm. in the future? And have my child look at it more. It's none of my business if they want to be stable in their future or not. But have my child analyze, like, is that something that, you know, okay, we have $100 extra dollars. Well, you're going to go off and spend it on a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Or we have $100 for food. Yes. And, you're gonna and they're going to take 75 of it to touch up a tattoo. Yeah. yeah. For example, my daughter's 12 and she wants a nose ring and I would gladly let her have it. I yeah. have no problem with it, but nobody will do it. Because she's supposed to be yeah. 18. Uh, so, uh, no, this for a nose. I think it's 16, it's 16 with 16 or 15, oh. something like that. But, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with her getting it now. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't have an issue now. If she comes and like, I want a face tattoo. I'll be like, Ah, you need to be a little older for that decision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big modification. And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take this opportunity to say that when my girls were growing up, I was an asshole because I was very much in, you know, in society, in society, mm-hmm. and you know what what it had to look like and i think my greatest fear was my girls being bullied Mm -hmm. uh, because of my upbringing and so it was always you know my oldest daughter came to me she was 16 and she wanted to get her cheeks pierced Mm -hmm. and i was like absolutely not Mm -hmm. and i said when you turn 18 and you can pay for it you can get your cheeks pierced Mm -hmm. right so she turned 18 and she didn't have a job and so i told her i was like we had this big storm and all these branches had fallen and everything and i said you know what i tell you what if you find somebody with a truck that will help you move all this stuff into the back and to the burn pile (laughs) blah blah you know because i'm thinking there's you bribed her there's no way there's no way she's gonna find somebody who's gonna let her use their truck and Mm -hmm. you know and that little shit (laughs) she did challenge accepted challenge accepted i should have known she's my kid (laughs) and so she got her cheeks pierced she still she has that she was 18 mm-hmm. she's 26 now she still hasn't pier- and they're beautiful and mm-hmm. she's beautiful mm-hmm. and i look back now and i think oh my goodness i was so entrenched in that societal thinking mm-hmm. that i told my daughter i told my beautiful child who's an amazing human you're not gonna fit in if you get yeah. it you're you don't right. do it you're yeah. not gonna fit in and the world's gonna judge you be scared be scared be scared yeah. and she told me I'm not going to live your life, Mom, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to live a life of fear. Mm-hmm. Is that is, I, Are those the words you used? 
No. <laughs> no. I think I think she's yeah. she didn't want to have to pay yes, rent. Mom. Yeah. I think society. No, she was polite about yeah. it. But I think society too will they if you look at a person that has a bunch of tattoos. Oh, they're not successful. They don't have an education. Well, they're, they got money somewhere. Well, right. Yeah. You yeah, don't know how much that should cost. Yeah, but but the quality of what they're they're just they're just this bum or they 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 don't have a job or they're not educated and mm-hmm. and I in remember- reality it's not the case. No. Do you remember in Corpus, our district attorney had a sleeve. He was like the first district attorney with a tattoo sleeve. And he would wear short sleeve to work. And nice. he got so much criticism. And I'm like, what does that have to do with him, him and his, his work. job and exactly. what he represents? Exactly. I'm like, you know. Thing. And yeah. as and as a, a new, for me, my oldest is 10 and my youngest is five and a half. Um, and so for me. And they're beautiful. Thank you. Um, they did come from me. So <laughs> what were we thinking? I'm very humble here, people. Trust me. <laughs> um, but for me, I think, and I, I always have that. There is a little snap judgment in me. Um, and so I do have two, um, are they? Ex, no, they're not ex-step kids. They're they're still my stepkids. I'm single, by the way. Um, <laughs> Me too. My so my stepkids, I and mean, they're I, both smoking hot. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, oh. just uh, send us an email at who said you go. have to, and we will give your number to them. I love it. <laughs> we will do full background checks. So, um, but when my stepkids were younger, I mean, I remember um, the oldest one. He's now uh, he'll be 22 this year. But I remember him saying, "Oh, I'm going to get a tattoo," and he was probably like 15. And my first thought was like, "Well, what's it going to be? Where is it going to be? Mm-hmm. What's it mean to you?" Because for me, I did get a lot of frivolous, ridiculous tattoos. And I'm like, I I regret those because they meant nothing to me. Whereas now my artwork today is beautiful. It means something to me. And so for me, that's that snap judgment of like, where, what are you going to be doing for the rest of your life? Can you get a job? Who is going to be judging? And I think we can't help that because of what we're doing. I think I I don't have, I would love to get a sleeve. But the problem is, is that I'm so indecisive yeah i have an idea but then i'm like well i don't know mm-hmm. well, but that's the pisces you're indecisive, just like, <laughs> like i have one tattoo that i got covered up twice oh yeah i love a it a double cover up. Yeah. Well, and since um laura and amy don't have tramp stamps <laughs> i'm thinking who said you have to tramp stamp on their back would work it. good <laughs> Lance is like, who said you have to from, like, mm. Mm, like point no. taken. Yeah. Mm. Point taken. Because well, yours is like, hey, pay attention to me. Mine's going to be like, you don't have to. Yeah, but when he <laughs> says, who said you have to, that's when you say, I did. Me. I did, biatch. Get back to work. <laughs> Get back yeah. to work. Get back in that kitchen and take now, your shoes off. Now, what about those women that have those modifications on their back, those piercings where they, Ooh, the it lace looks, up ones. looks like the lace-up. Yeah. Ouch. I have oh. not seen that. You, you have it seen the it lace-up? It feels up? like it hurts. Ouch. It looks like a, 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 like a corset. Yeah, the corset. So they Put is, yeah. what pins on each side? They're like they're. Oh, they actually do. It's, it's implanted in the skin. Themselves. It's like the men back in the day when the toupees came out and they literally inserted the metal snaps into oh, their good. skull to snap on yeah. their toupee. Yeah, okay. it's um, the same kind of premise of in the back so that they can be laced. I've- I wouldn't call it body modification or not. I don't know. But Lance was talking about shaving last night. Lance is Laura's husband. Sorry, my husband. And Emma was is her daughter shaving her underarms. So she was, you know, intrigued in questions. And um, she was judging her dad because he shaves his chest, right? Because <laughs> she's like, why do you have to do that? What are you trying to do? Is that considered modifications when you're removing uh, parts of hair, you know, from your body. Well, I don't. I don't consider that modification because a modification implies that it's permanent. Constant change. Yeah, that's true. It's permanent because if hair hair grows back, but it's funny but how piercings aren't permanent. It's funny how mm, you know the a, scar tissue a is. Twelve year old. You're right. 
<laughs> it's funny how a 12-year-old was judging her dad because society yours? says men don't shave. That's what it is. Society yeah, they don't says. shave their bodies. Yeah. yeah. My husband used to shave his arms because he used to ride um, mountain bikes all the time. Aerodynamic. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that and just like the sweat and the dust and everything else. And yeah, and I... Interesting. Now, back in that time, we've been married, this year will be almost... 28 years but he's hot so I've stayed but anyways um but uh I used to make fun of him like when he would shave his legs and and his arms and everything because I yeah and like now he judges me because in the wintertime I don't shave my legs because it's cold yeah and I don't want to and so he will make fun of me and he'll be you know like like if we're sitting on the couch or something and he'll put his hand on my leg and he'll be like oh that's furry yeah. so is that a societal thing like, that's a societal women like, have to shave yeah and well, it's an unconscious bias un- that we have the underarm hair because it's gross it's hot <laughs> well it's like Don King in a headlock yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't but, mind the hairy legs I'm like Ooh. Well, and remember, so where why do I have to spot. shave them? And right. where, do, where did shaving, women shaving, because we're one of the only countries that women shave, yeah. where did that come from? Who knows? Probably some man who was man. putting me down. So <laughs> he it, didn't want to put his face in a hairy armpit anymore. Well, that's not I where I was going. going. That's a different podcast. No, it's the right podcast, just the wrong subject. There we go. Different All right. day. We'll be back let's next talk about <laughs> Let's talk about color tuned. No. <laughs> well, Women with colored hair. Well, it came, the, the, the shaving, shaving mm-hmm. came from... The razor companies, right, Um, Mm. wanting to more money. And they lost a lot of business when uh, we went to war and things like that. And so they, yeah, so they actually, they're like, because what what was left? Well, women. We need to Google. I mean, what what was it like? Because they were wearing their pantyhose that the little hairs were sticking through the hose or what? No, the pantyhose (laughs) came after the shaving. And And that's another podcast, pantyhose. What the heck are those things? Well, and also, so if you go to, I think it's episode three, gender roles, we actually linked a commercial to that from back in the day. Hanes pantyhose. Hanes pantyhose. Gentlemen prefer Hanes to gentlemen. Oh, wow. so cringy. Sheer? Oh, it's so crotchless. It's smooth and silky. And at eight years old, I wanted to get some Hanes. Man, gotta have those Hanes on you. Yeah. Literally. So you were asking about colored hair. Hair. Colored hair. You I see that a lot. I love color. I saw a woman the other day. She was probably 85 and she had purple oh, hair. And I, that, that's gonna I be said, me. that is, you go, girl. That's that me. When all of this very first started, and um, I used to put blue, like, right here in mm-hmm. my bangs. Because mm-hmm. um, blue is the throat chakra, which is truth, True. right? Mm-hmm. And truth is what heals. That's what I deal in. So I absolutely, I loved it. I, I do yeah. silver now because I'm old. but I don't do it because of the maintenance it requires. Oh, me too, girl. And a little bit of the damaging that it does to your mm. hair, but I think I love it. I agree. I've, done it. I've let my daughter do it. Yep. And yeah, I agree. It does a lot of damage to your hair. But here I am, judging myself. I'm <gasps> thinking people, oh, my patients in the clinic, oh, are they going to like me? Are they going to say something to the dentist? Because I have have purple hair. Well, how, I have how arrogant of you, Amy, to walk their path. <laughs> I know. I need to get past this. this you know the the thing, thing is, I have in front of me. I don't the, know what it is. The thing is, is that because society has taught us that we must live a life that everybody else will approve of. And mm-hmm. let me let me just ask you, Amy, how's that been working for you? Not very well. So, what color do you want? 
hot pink. Yes. Nice. Let's do it. Yes. I think you look fabulous. Let's do it. And if and you don't have to start out with a whole head of hair right. of hot pink. Put some streaks in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. start out small. And it is all about undoing the societal mm-hmm. teachings that we have been taught. Mm-hmm. Amy, I want you to repeat after me. You ready? Yes. I choose. I choose. To live my life. To live my life. To speak my truth. To speak my truth. With no fear of judgment. With no fear of judgment. I choose. I choose. To no longer. To no longer. Be arrogant. Be arrogant. In thinking. In thinking. It is any of my business. It is any of my business. What anyone else sees or thinks. What anyone else sees or thinks. Deep breath. I have one question for you. Mm -hmm. When you see a lady with pink hair, what do you think? I go up to her and I say, I love it. I love your hair. So why are you putting that judgment on yourself? I think it, it it's like I'm closed. Like, I, I, I'm too scared to do it. It's so, one of the things I always ask my kids when they're yeah. scared of doing something. Hair I'm coloring like, party. <laughs> I, d- I just, no. I don't know. Maybe maybe because I feel like people, yeah, they're going to judge me. They're going to think mm-hmm. I'm crazy. They're going to think, You're not going to oh, get paid as much at your job. Right. Your or not gonna or that you. patient's not going to want to see me. Have because... we told you what we do for a living? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's crazy because I just met Tina, what, mm-hmm. an hour ago yep. at Feel Love Coffee. Synchronicity. she gave me a hug and said, something's going on with you. And now here I am on your podcast. So I think it's it might just have to do with the fact that I am working in a profession where <laughs> people already don't like being there. And so, so maybe when they you'll see- give them a reason to go there because you'll be unique Ooh, and different. Ooh, you might be right on that. When we start forgiving ourselves for being human and flawed, and we start realizing that when we live the life that we choose what makes us happy, what makes our core happy, then we actually are the strength to give other people the ability to live the life that they choose. We are, the four of us sitting here, we are all strong women. Amy, I know that you're not feeling it right now, but girl, your your light and your power I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I picked up my life after 30 years of San Diego and just got here four months ago. So I just met Beverly a Again, month ago. She's mm-hmm. single, give us a uh, email at who said oh. you have to, we'll give her your number. So it's it, but all these little weird things have been happening in the last couple weeks. Welcome and to our world. <laughs> They're called synchronicities. Honey. Yes, it is when you when your divine spirit is ready to accept the the space and the path to become who you choose to be. So that confidence <laughs> is building. Absolutely, it's building. And you know why? Because, because you're starting to live how you choose. Your divine spirit is saying, "Hey." we're going to come out and play instead of your conscious mind, all the crap you've been told by society since the day you were born. Because our divine knows exactly everything that's going to make us happy. Right. And you're starting to live like that. And you're starting to associate with people that live like that. And it's starting to make you understand and see who said you have to. Your vibe attracts your tribe, baby. There we go. Mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. And the very first time I met Beverly, we were at a Rotary luncheon. Go Rotary. 
And she uh, and she got up and was talking, and she was, you know, she said, I'm your tattoo realtor, and da-da-da. And I can't remember what it was that you said, but you said something, like, as a joke, mm-hmm. but it was... Um, self-deprecating it was, comment. It was a self-deprecating yeah, comment. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. And um, so I listened to everything that she said and everything. And when she was done, when the meeting was done, I went up to her and I said, don't you ever say that about yourself again. You are mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful and stunning, exactly as you are. Beverly went back to earlier is saying that when you were scared about showing people your tattoos Mm -hmm. and then you finally said, you know what, this is who I am. And you made a brand out of it. Mm-hmm. And she's and, a badass. And, and you're a badass <laughs> with it. And you, I've been told I have, what is it? Scott Glauser, love you. He said I have a BDE, right? Big Dick Energy. There you go. <laughs> That's my girl. And he says some. Not and to I, be confused with STD. Thank God. Yeah. I'm clean. Thank you. That's another yeah, that's podcast. Number 20. Thank you very another much. Another subject. Write that down. Yes. I got him in here. <laughs> yeah. But and again, so fat to me is a descriptive word. But so many people, they again, this is society telling us fat is bad. Fat is ugly. Fat's disgusting. Fat is gross. Who the hell started that? Tattoos are gross. Tattoos are gross. Yeah. Yeah. We just actually. We did this. We recorded uh, yesterday about body image, Mm -hmm. and uh, which hasn't been released yet. It will, Uh, but it will by the time this comes out. Oh, point taken. There we go. Um, So last week's episode uh, was actually about body image, Mm -hmm. and we talked about how you know we go from you know ancient times where being beautiful, round. They wanted them to be round because that showed wealth. You could afford food. Food. Yeah. You know and. And then it went to little tiny skinny and then you went to Marilyn Monroe big boobs small waist big mm-hmm. hips and then we went to stick figure mm-hmm. and then you know and then it was so athletic sad. and then you know and it's literally it constantly just keeps changing over and over the and over. Ni- the nice Depending thing about it is now what? is that things are being more accepted tattoos mm-hmm. piercings oh, yes you see models now that are plus size models on the runway skinny With, models yep. there's there's such a variety now and that's that's pretty awesome fabulous oh yeah i go so i have gone to a couple of i'm not going to call them raves because they were in saint george and (laughs) uh, we'll we'll call them shows with loud music and it was a younger crowd in a old warehouse in an old warehouse yes and 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 we were invited i'm a little bit uh, there's one coming up Uh, it's called down with love or done with love Uh, more information later um (laughs) But, and so, and I walked in and I'm like, good Lord, look at these beautiful women. And they're big, they're tall, they're short, they're thin, they're fat. And they're wearing whatever the hell they want to. I mean, I saw a woman there, 300 pounds, maybe like 5'5", with fishnets on and like a harness and like a little pleather skirt. And I'm like, where the hell were you when I was your age? Where were you? Where were all of these people celebrating their bodies? They weren't there to look at bodies. They were there to listen to music and to feel good about themselves. And to dance. And And just have a good time. Absolutely. I'm Mm -hmm. like, and that's what life is. I'm not here for you, 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 anybody to look at my body. I'm here to feel comfortable with myself and to freaking dominate the damn world and take it over. Well, I'm a little. Who runs the world? I do.
So, anyways, well, ladies, I am absolutely just thrilled to death and honored. Mm-hmm. The the synchronicity that brought um, all of us here together <laughs> yes, is the best. phenomenal. We'll have to do this again. There, uh, anytime, anytime. Um, we'll do it over drinks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that well, would be kind of. So we're so honored to have both of you here, Amy and Beverly. Oh, you guys are amazing. You. Thank you. I'm glad and the universe brought us together today. Yeah, yes. it is. I tell you what, uh, the Venus is finally back out of retrograde, and since she's I don't know, but Mercury's in my anus, so uh, <laughs> block. That's why I'm backed up. Oh, oh man. man, that's what no. it is. So, anyways, we love you both. You're absolutely phenomenal humans, oh, and you. we are Likewise. so. Call your tattooed realtor. Four three five seven zero five one eight five seven. And where are you at? I'm right up the street here in Washington. <laughs> Do you want to give him your address too? Good lord, settle down. Over there. <laughs> no. We but, have qualifications, people. Yes. Email us a, a picture and a cover letter. Yeah. Picture and a sounds resume. a little judgmental. I was going to say, nope. we can't go to uh, the Nope, nope. There's no judgment. I just want to see you. I want to so see I the eyes. See your, you the just, energy. Yeah. Head. I want to see, I wanna the see those you tattoos. Took the eyes out of my. You took <laughs> well, the word eyes out of my well, mouth. because yes. um, the windows, windows to the soul, to the soul. Yes. windows to the soul. Eyes so, the and to all of you out there, thank you so much for taking your time to listen to us today. And I hope that you enjoyed our little impromptu mm-hmm. meeting with these two amazing ladies. We love you. Bye. Peace. See ya. Tina and I know the things discussed today are not what society has taught us to believe, but I choose to believe in my own ability to see what is truth and what is not truth. I challenge you to join us in believing your own ability to find your truth, not what society has dictated you must believe to be accepted or loved. The truth is you are loved exactly as you are, right here, right now. No human is more vital than another. You matter. And you have the free will to walk your own path with no fear and no judgment. So, Laura, do you want to tell these wonderful people how they can help us keep the lights on and keep this show coming? Of course. Please visit our show notes, and there's a link to our Patreon account there. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or you have a question, please feel free to contact us via email at whosaidyouhaveto at gmail.com. If you would like to know more about free will healing, Tina or me, visit our website at www.freewillhealing.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. Reviews are how we grow our listenership and allow everyone the courage to think for themselves with no fear or judgment. Please check the show notes for all of our Who Said You Have To social media links on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where you can follow or subscribe to get updates for any upcoming events or personal appearances near you. Laura and I encourage you to have faith in yourself. And remember, who said you have to?